I'm Gareth. I'm Richard. And this is Oral Pleasure. Oh, right. Well, that was... <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Hello. Oh, hello. How's it going? Hey. How are you? Oh, you're talking to them, not me. Okay. I am dressed in black, covered in paint. It's how you want to look when so, you're recording a podcast. And I'm going to do the annoying thing of, I should have poured this before starting recording, but here we go. I don't know how you know some weekend movies. There's always a crack of a ring pull every yeah. single week now. I think like <laughs> that's that on purpose, though. Yeah, I'm like, um, I hadn't really listened to... Give me just a... Just to, a, uh, just to wet the whistle, that'd be fine. Um, I have, um, <laughs> I'll say, well, the last one I did do that gratuitous, very close to the mic, open a can thing just to try and deafen people. But that was just me being a dick. I haven't actually listened to that one yet. No, because you know, I haven't. Because uh, you know, I usually uh, obviously take about as long as it records to edit, and obviously yeah. you, sat, you saw me. Yeah. I had the template and I locked it and I uploaded it in, in about. 40 minutes without yeah. even paying attention yeah. that wasn't bad no <laughs> as oh, the complaints start well, coming the last in. one as well like, again, <laughs> it kind of didn't really count as much because we didn't talk about the music oh yeah I, I'm having uh, flashbacks now we, we touched on it it was fine it uh, was enough for what it was yeah yeah uh, and it's a grow I've actually listened to it since I, I, I don't uh, mind it I have removed it from my iPad yeah, and also all memories of Batman uh, versus Superman. Oh no, they linger. I still I would, haven't seen it. I would I'm not gonna. No, not even if here at some point when I stupidly buy it just to see the extra thirty minutes. No, no. you telling me that I then have to watch three hours? The fuck out. Yeah. Ah, but if we're sitting here just slagging it off as we watch it, that makes it slightly more acceptable. No. Yeah. No. You know what? If they could cut it down to a solid eighty-eight minutes, I'll watch that. No. Otherwise, I'm going to stick with The Flash on did, TV, Arrow did on you TV. See you didn't see Deadpool either, did you? Yeah, I saw Deadpool oh, in the cinema. Oh, yeah. you didn't. I, thanks to my cinema uh, card of yeah. 16 a month, I believe have seen two films this year. Uh, yeah, same here. <laughs> I well, as you know, I saw... No, when did I see Star Wars? Uh, December 18th, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, that's what, well, that must have been December as well. Okay, so I didn't see that. Yeah, Deadpool and Batman vs Superman. Oh, I saw The Revenant as well. I've seen The Revenant, Room, and Deadpool this year. The end. Oh, you've seen one more than me. Indeed. You win. I don't usually keep, <sighs> you know, track. I usually know I've seen enough, but thanks to my anxiety. I don't know what it is, but once I sit down in a dark room, I assume I'm going to be murdered and I just have to leave now. <laughs> I told you I walked out of Spectre, right? Yeah. I went to see Spectre and between boredom and my own brain going you're going to start vomiting for no reason uh, I uh, I walked out Ooh. yeah Spectre was shit dude who knew that was going to happen <laughs> yeah I avoided that I said I bought I always said I was going to buy Skyfall if I ever saw it for like three quid and it was three quid in Humble. Little oh. so, uh, two, 2.99 actually oh. so I thought oh, I'll DVD have, I'll have that uh, DVD it's fine <laughs> I don't need it. I'm good. TV's fine. Um, and they did have Spectre next to it for like four ninety nine, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm just not interested. Well, that's a and, and remarkably a, fast price drop, though, isn't it? Yeah, as I came in, yeah. like, uh, yeah. 
it's also it's just the fact nothing even from the trailer nothing sort of caught my attention that much mm-hmm. that's the only reason that I, re- I went and saw Skyfall was that whole thing where the back of the train gets knocked mm-hmm. off and then he lands and fixes his cufflinks yes. and I just sort of went oh, that's pretty cool I might see that because I've never been a huge Bond fan mm-hmm. and then I really liked Skyfall I really liked Casino Royale I really liked Skyfall that is the end of my uh, and also whenever uh, ITV showed one as a kid mm-hmm. I always seem to watch it but I also watched like two other channels at the same time yeah looking back yeah true I say I mean if if they all appeared on like Netflix or something I probably would go back and watch a few of the older ones mm. but I'm not I've never seen the um, Timothy Dalton one Really, I've seen both. Um, they, when I was growing up, they were my favourites. Right. I've never, I've never watched the Pierce Brosnan ones. I saw Goldeneye. Definitely I have not seen Casino Royale. I Loved it. Know. Best film. Casino Royale, best film. And end of story. There's no comment. Yeah. Best, best one. No. Yeah, what else have I not seen? I, think I probably have seen the majority of the Sean Connery and Roger Moore ones just because of summer holidays. Mm-hmm. That's it. I've seen Skyfall I've watched uh, Bank I've seen that Octopussy <laughs> <laughs> Yes Eight pussy so, 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 Some sort of strange garbled Alan Partridge impersonation <laughs> <laughs> Anyway what are we doing this week? Um, I've forgotten Oh Because okay. I could never remember the name of this fucking band ah. I was I kept thinking it was Beyond something I couldn't figure out what the rest of the initials to Beyond for. the Valley of the Dolls Exactly But it's uh, Bring Me the Horizon that's the spirit. Yay. It's hard to give a thumbs up on a podcast. Oh, they, they saw it. Yeah, I think the your yay sort of got it across. Yeah. It was a verbal thumbs. Yeah. I should probably up. try it. <laughs> um, this so this is the fifth studio album by the British rock band. Um, released September 11th, 2015. Never forget. Um, <laughs> Shockingly, this isn't the worst thing. <laughs> I, I know. Um, uh, and marks a departure from the group's metalcore roots in favour of a less aggressive rock style. That's definitely direct quote there from uh, Wikipedia page, so I can't take credit for that one. A direct quote from Wikipedia? Yeah, because I didn't go So who are they quoting? I don't know. Something. They have to put their references in. Uh, I couldn't bother reading that one. Well, that doesn't I've help, done my does pa- I've done my part. You, no, you didn't, because you said you just directly quoted something, but you didn't actually tell me who you directly quoted. No, well, I'm turning them from... Uh, That's your fault! Carry um, on. NME, <laughs> NME ranked this album as the 49th best album of 2015. Who did? NME. Okay. Um, I wouldn't trust NME as far as I can No, weirdly enough, yet again, much like the last album, which... Was it... Rolling Stone was saying it was one of their most anticipated albums or whatever. Mm-hmm. When it came to the reviews, they're not mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> so that's slightly worrying. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Metacritic. Well, the aggregator thing. 88 out of 100. Mm-hmm. Quite high. Yes, but, 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 but. I didn't know whether to bring this up now or later, but I will bring it up now because I found this interesting. Because I don't know if you've ever noticed when I get bored um, on uh, Twitter, I always talk about the exact same thing, which is, isn't it weird when someone, like a group of people, slate a TV show Mm -hmm. on IMDb and give it like six out of ten, and yet the individual episodes, not one of them is under eight. You know what I mean? 
in this, uh, and then I looked up Metacritic, and when you look into it, facts and figures. Um, where is it? The Metacritic for that spirit is eighty-eight percent. The user mm-hmm. uh, for that spirit is six point two out of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their third album, which had, let's be honest, the worst title an album has ever had. And I remember listening to this album because Andy Coots gave it to me uh, in Basement. And even then, even then I thought, man, this band, balls. (laughs) But once I knew the title of the album, (laughs) which is... There is a hell, believe me, I've seen it. There is a heaven, let's keep it a secret. Oh dear. Uh, critic review, 80%. User review, 8.5. That was when they were still metalcore. Yeah. What's metalcore? Am I too old for this? Is it just <laughs> metal? Or is it hardcore and metal combined? I don't think so. Because... Because this, this is described as new metal, which... Which is weird, because new metal is 22 years old. I know. Uh, <laughs> but as I go on, it's, it's fairly obvious this is... This is not corn. They're trying to be... Lincoln Park? Actually, if you go through my notes, I think Lincoln Park comes up more than once. I, I um, have Lincoln Park written so many times, it's actually quite yeah. upsetting. Um, but yeah, um, and I'll go through the other reviews as well, because it seems to have been rated... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, carry on. Sorry, right. I wanted to bring it up. Sorry. Um, well, the Guardian gave it three stars, mm-hmm. which is the lowest review that was mentioned. <laughs> um, Alternative Press, Kerrang and Renowned for Sound gave it five stars. Okay. It's ridiculous. You can't give anything the maximum amount of stars. Stupid. Mm. Um, All Music four stars. Mm-hmm. Ghost Cult Magazine gave it nine out of ten. Yep. I don't know who that is. But. I'm going to call my band Ghost Cult. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Im- Impericon gave it 90%. Kill Your Stereo, 88 out of 100. Death by and Bring Rock- Me the Horizon. And Rock it's my Sound. remake of uh, Lost Points. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Rock Sound gave it 10 out of 10. Yet again, ridiculous. Why? You can't just get it in the maximum. Unless it's good. Well, we gave Dark Knight that time 6 out of 6. That's like... That's, no, but that... That's like you would give like Citizen Games six out of six or whatever. No. So what you're saying is much like Spinal Tap, it should be uh, ten out of eleven. Yeah. And we'll keep hold of that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, we've accidentally worked out a, a review scale there. <laughs> Everything has to be out of eleven. Um, it's failed to reach number one in the UK as it was beaten by just thirteen hundred copies by the Stereophonics. Keep the village alive. I'd never heard of until I was writing this. I did not know they had a new album. I prayed Kelly Jones had died in yeah. some sort of terrible short Welshman accident. Yeah. Yeah, it sold 130,000 copies in the US as of February and debuted at number one in Australia and that's their third consecutive number one in Australia. Sorry, so I, are we saying, um, I have to go back to my notes for the title, yeah. are we saying, there is a hell, believe me, I've seen it, there is a heaven, let's keep it a secret, was number one in Australia. Yep. <laughs> the world has gone mad. And also, just a side note I had as well, as, um, 
even before I listened to this, so I'd got my, I always got my note, like get the Wikipedia stuff first before I even listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing was, the lead singer and can mm-hmm. write her the songs, Ollie Sykes. It just sounds like a cunt, doesn't it? I just thought it sounded like uh, a member of One Direction, and that's also in my notes at times. Wasn't Molly Sykes something? Molly. <laughs> Molly Sykes! Wasn't she in, like, Are You Being Serviced? And that was Molly Sugden or something. Molly Sugden. Did she play somebody called Sykes at one point? Well, no, it Maybe wasn't Molly Sutton a fictional character. Well, not Molly Sutton. <laughs> Who was the woman in Are You Being Served then? Her from EastEnders? No, I was... I was you know, Miss Slocum. That's what it was, Mrs Slocum. Sorry. <laughs> We're getting distracted by TV shows that theoretically neither of us are old... We are not old enough to watch this. I would have... Yeah, no. no, we might have seen repeats along UK the way. UK Gold, that's what it's for. Well, I don't have and never have oh, had UK Gold. I had UK Play at one point, yeah. but that's not the same thing at all. We used to talk about Mrs. Slocum's pussy all the time. No, no, I, I know what it is, yeah. And yeah. She, had, she had pink hair. She did. And she always talked about how hungry her pussy was. Yeah. And how dry it was <laughs> and how she has to use Vaseline on it. <laughs> I never even understood what that meant. <laughs> I was like, she's, oh. she's supposed to be talking about her kid. It makes no sense. <sighs> um... Anyway, I suppose yeah. we should get going on the actual. Um, oh, I'll save that. I'll save that note for later. Because okay. <laughs> on a on a second listen, third listen, fourth listen. At one point, I was looking through notes on Wikipedia as well. Yeah. Um, well, I might as well just stop the story there because otherwise, what's the point in carrying yeah. on later? Okay. Right, track one. Doomed. Ominous. Some of those moments are kind of like weirdly erotic, right? That first one. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I should have got the volume right when we rest. My favourite thing is he says vampire now, like vampire, almost. Oh yeah, vampire. <laughs> Where are you from, the 18th century? Mm. The other thing is, they clearly delineate through verse and chorus, so I feel you need to go a little longer, so I'm talking over it. Yeah. Just for the, uh, you know, review rules of not giving away an album. Yeah. That <laughs> Come on, it takes forever. Minute seven in, nothing's happened yet. <laughs> oh. Nothing's still going, honey. My name's Chester from Naked Parts. What's with that? Or getting <laughs> a reminiscent of uh, My Chemical Romance or something like that as well? It's... Maybe. Maybe even Papa Roach. Oh, there's already the band I was trying to frantically remember for days before writing these notes. I could not remember the name, so thank you for reminding me of who cover roots um, My name's Shikobi Shaddix. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no one's name is that. Uh, let me pause, because we need to play the whole bloody song. Yeah. Because um, it starts out, it's sort of slow and stuff. I thought, so, right, like, on first listen, I thought, I'm going to hate this album. 
because you can kind of hear his kind of regional accent to start with. Just when it first starts. And then later on it gets to the whole generic sounding kind of voicing, which for me is fine. Because it seems it's I have, perfect. Because there's nothing you uh, you racists hate more than accents. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. It's just it's like when he first started singing, and I thought, oh fuck, this is gonna be another daffy kind of thing with the whole kind Londoner or kind or English kind of accent. I don't even know where they're from. I'm not sure. Probably Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I just they're English, but there's definitely a sort of kind of a regional kind of accent kicking through there, and it, it quickly disappears, which is good. But to start with, I was like, oh, this is going to be really difficult because I'm going to hear this all the way through. Mm. But as it goes on, it disappears and becomes a bit more generic. Cool. I've heard this album four times. I have no idea what you're talking about, but carry on. <laughs> no, no, this, well, okay, don't go back to the start there. Yeah, yeah but, but when, you first start, when you start, like the opening verse thing, yeah, yeah. You, I'm sort of like, oh, you sound a bit, again, He's you know, sounding a little too British for my liking. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. This is like that Eddie Izzard bit where he's like, he'll he'll go around the country and say, "Do you like the, do you like the the the, the, the do you like the French? No, we fucking hate the French. Do you like the Germans? We hate the Germans." And he's like, "But then if you get even more precise." <laughs> <laughs> do you like the Welsh? No, I hate the fucking Welsh. Do you hate the, do you hate uh, do you hate the English? I hate the English. Do you hate Glaswegians? Yeah, we hate Glaswegians. <laughs> Everywhere apart from specifically the the tiny specific anyone. Do you like anyone outside this building? No, we hate everyone. <laughs> to be fair, though, Glaswegians are dicks. Uh, don't know. Not as bad as people from Newcastle. Anyway, I'm just helping proving your point. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, the only, and the only time I ever feel racist is uh, uh, sort of like a, there's a certain age group of strong accented Liverpudlian men uh-huh. like sort of 40 to 60 who've always kept their accent yeah. and I don't want to but it actually gives me the shivers it's that whole <laughs> it's that whole kind of yeah, and they make a, it after pretty much everyone, and it's like, mm. yeah, because you know, in Scotland, generally speaking, there might be a lot of R rolling going on, yeah. but there's not like hocking up. No, like also, it's, like <laughs> a, it's that impression I was doing at work. Um, whenever we've got like somebody from Liverpool comes in, like for one of our can mm-hmm. offshore contracts or something, and you'll say, okay, well, here's your key, your share and such and such, and they always go, do you mean you've got a fucking share? Fucking well, for one, don't fucking swear at me, you can't. But yeah, say it properly. Is that where you, you pronounce the word? You dick. Is that where you disappear behind the counter and come back up with a big curly wiggle? <laughs> what was that guy's name? Calm down, no, calm down. I wasn't going that way. I was going there. Uh, what was that stand-up comedian who was super duper racist and? Oh, uh, Stan Boardman. Stan Boardman. His daughter Andrea Boardman, who was in. Yeah. Children's TV, and, yeah. and uh, embarrassed by her racist father as she should be, yeah. <laughs> as we all are, Andrea. <laughs> yeah, he was a. He, I hope. I hope he. Some. I hope something horrible happens to him. No, He's dead, always, isn't he? Is he? So I think so, and therefore something probably did. Good. Um, um, I, yeah, he didn't get a parade or anything. <laughs> he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't even get mentioned on the news. 
I'm uh, not boring with that. Yeah, ironically, Good. in the uh, in the uh, Oscars obituary section, he did a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the end of the news and went, and then later, no, and then later, no, the end of the news. Stan Borgman died. And then it cuts to uh, a squirrel on uh, Watsies. Oh oh, yeah, my notes for the first track were not doing very well. Um, (laughs) Trip hop drums. Was he jerking off? Lincoln Park. Lincoln Lincoln Park. Pro Tools metal question mark. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park again. But I've spent spelt the C with a line through it, so it may be a K because it's not supposed to have one. And then like two exclamation marks. Yeah. I don't know. I think already it's upset me somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was he jerking off? Was obviously that weird moan at the beginning of it. Yeah. But it is a weird yeah. moan to the point that I kind of want to listen to it again just to double check. Hold on. Let's let's turn it up a bit. Oh. Up a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's, he's definitely reached some sort of <laughs> tiny point, climax point of no return. So. He, he wanted to, you know, he, he wanted to edge to the vinegar strokes <laughs> before he starts. It's, every song he does it as well. God, no wonder he's called. No, I've already forgotten his name. Molly Sykes. Molly Sykes. <laughs> Wasn't she the woman who gets beat to death by uh, Oliver Reed and Oliver? No, he played Bill Sykes. Yeah, but wasn't he married to the other one? So she'd have been something uh, Sykes too. I think it was just... Or wasn't she Molly? Ooh, he beat her to bye, death. But... Yeah. He does in the book anyway. I'm pretty sure he beats her to death. And she's not alive to sing at the end of the film. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured that she'd made enough money from selling whatever shit she was selling and she moved away and lived a happy life. <laughs> her roses and her, her her most personal rooms Ooh. which is why I believe he beat her to death what a twist uh. <laughs> oh track two happy song So this was the first signal. Uh, signal. Signals. The first single released 30th July reached 55 in the UK, number one the US rock metal singles chart, 19 in the US hot rock chart, and four in the US <laughs> mainstream rock. What <laughs> this rock is what? <laughs> uh, 68 in Australia. What's not doing very? They all buy the album, then don't buy the singles. Yeah. Fuck on math. Crazy people. <laughs> um, it sounds familiar, but I can't quite place it. But then I did manage to place it. Oh, I have two ways to do it. But um, actually, I'll let you go first because one of these can be quite. Uh, oh wait, it's quite sure. Really, just that, yeah. um, I realised that it reminded me of um, the band Fuzzy. Oh. Which um, Chris oh. Jericho's band. No, I'm aware of the, that. The dude from Stuck Mojo. Kind of forgot his name. Stuck Mojo. They were good. Yeah. I have two Stuck Mojo albums. Um, Tell me one. <laughs> the one with the monkey on the first uh, uh, front. Oh. I believe it might be called Dear Mr. Funny Face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just, you've, rem- you've, you've rung a bell there. 
because I think it's just because it starts off and it's quite sort of cock rocky mm-hmm. and again, you know that's one thing I've noticed this album. There's not many kind of solos mm-hmm. sort of knocking about. Something you expect, well, nothing sort of memorable. Mm-hmm. Whereas this sort of starts off with that kind of just kind of. Well, I wouldn't call that a solo. Up. I'd call well, no, it's, uh, but it's. It's just it's just a riff. But it's a really good one. Aye, I mean, I wouldn't take it away from. Good, good start. Good well done. <laughs> Um, the uh, the problem I have with it is that the school vo- vocals kind of chorusy concept mm-hmm. um, makes me think of "Be Aggressive" by Faith No More. Remember, mm-hmm. "Be Aggressive," yeah. "Be E Aggressive," "Be E A G G R E S S I V E," and then just to insult mm-hmm. people while I'm at it, uh, you know, and I was like, "Yeah, the vocals vocals are cliched and kind of metally." Um, if um, I reckon idiots will think of Mob Scene by Marilyn Manson because I always thought that that song completely ripped off Be Aggressive by Faith No More you know yeah Uh, which does the exact same thing which is Mob Scene and then they spell it again actually I believe they spell M-O-B Scene (laughs) (laughs) because because the children they hired were just not up to snuff (laughs) in that song (laughs) So I'm just I'm gonna ignore your comments about idiots. Oh no no no! no. This is not me insulting. What I'm saying is, people are so young that when they hear that, they will think, "Oh, they stole it from Marilyn Manson." When yet again, I mean, if you go back further, you could probably say that you can't say Pink Floyd because they didn't spell things. You have to spell things as well. That's why it's be aggressive. Yeah, so I, was, I don't know if what the video was for this, but I'm guessing obviously they're going to involve cheerleaders. But anytime I think of cheerleaders in a video, I was thinking Nirvana. Oh. But not that these people are, should ever yeah, be. Yeah, but I always found that video to be. Do you know what I reckon? I don't think I've ever seen the full video to Smells Like Teen Spirit, and I don't care. When I think of cheerleaders, I, I think of Burn Baby Burn by Ash. <laughs> okay. Remember that? No. no. I reckon as uh, pop metal sort of punk goes, I think you can really beat Burn Baby Burn by Ash. That's a perfect... That That's possibly my version. Uh, you know when John Peel thinks, uh, thinks he's dead, uh, thought that Teenage Kicks by the Undertones was the best song of all time. Mm. Uh, Burn Baby Burn's close there for me. I, I can, I've never got bo- bored hearing that song. I don't know how many plays it must be on my iTunes, but... Considering uh, I want to take you higher by Sly and the Family Stone has broken five hundred, <laughs> then uh, it's pre- probably pretty uh, pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, any more on this one? No, very little. Um, I mean, I'm again, I'm not minding this album. So there's only two tracks in. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I have already two tracks in written. The vocals are kind of that cliched metal shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think it turns out that's possibly what I like. As mentioned, sort of generic mm-hmm. nothingness. But I, no. I don't expect much from no. uh, metal vocals because you know they're all relatively similar. Mm-hmm. But it really is so. It's balanced so in the middle that I did, I can't I, get anything from it. I, I can't even dislike it. But I think this one. And that's what makes me dislike it. Because this is kind of a change from what they normally do, I think they've played it kind of safe. You mean this song is what... No, this, this album. 
Because uh, uh, they're getting, there's this time trying to do a sort of new direction, going the whole sort of new metal way, rather than, yeah. uh, than what it was sort of before. Yeah. And I think they're playing this kind of safe. Well, maybe not intentionally, but I think that's getting back in their minds. They went, can let's try this and see what happens. Well, they they have they are the first to admit I've seen in uh, just checking things out on the internet. They are the first people to admit that they wanted to become as big and successful as possible. And to be quite honest, that is a terrible reason to be a, <laughs> to make music. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for your honesty. <laughs> Track three, Throne, which are on my Apple Music has a little uh, star next to it, so I suggest it's I, quite highly downloaded. Yeah, maybe. I've seen that. There's two tracks on here that got stars next to it, and I've never seen that before. No, it was with the update. Oh. I updated a couple of days ago, and there have only been this since. So, go. Throne, which is obviously quite popular. Well, I think I know why, but I'll get that in a second. <laughs> I have a feeling. I, I paused it just for the that's, vocals that's, came in because they annoy me. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that they were watching that movie, The One, with Jet Li mm-hmm. and uh, Delroy Lindo. Wasn't second bill. I just thought it was, thought it was funnier than saying Jason Statham before everyone knew who it was. Because uh, <laughs> remember when Delroy Lindo was turning up in action films like Gone in mm-hmm. sixty seconds? He's the older black gentleman mm-hmm. with the bald head. He also mm-hmm. starred in that cricket j- drama on BBC One because he's diversive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, if you need a little bit of racism to add to my constant mm-hmm. racist comments today, he was that weird voodoo priest man in Devil's Advocate. <laughs> <laughs> a man, a man who was race, uh, uh, arrested for being uh, a voodoo priest, apparently, um, and then is proved he is a voodoo priest, but he still gets off with being a voodoo priest because it's not illegal. I mean, it's, it's very confusing that film. Yeah. <laughs> did you just waste everyone's time? I think I did. Um, yeah, my notes for this are uh, merely. Uh, more spastic, overly produced. Uh, uh, I don't know what that word says. Well, more spastic, overly produced beats. There's another word in there that might have made it more. Well, only knows what we've got. This was the second single released, twenty third of July. Yes, just ten days after their last one. Doesn't seem to make much sense to me. Mm. Um, used as a C- um, oh, I'll get back to that thing. Um, 51 in the UK, 1 in the US rock metal and mainstream rock, 12 on the US hot rock, and 37 in the alternative. Mm. Nowhere in Australia, apparently. Um, They've all bought the album, I told you. Yeah. Um, one of the things I think the star next to it for, for the mm. amount of downloads of her is it was used as a theme song for the WWE Next, um, next Takeover Respect pay per view. So I think because it was used as the theme tune for that. Next. Yeah, is there a colon in colon there somewhere? Because <laughs> um, next is whereas they've got the normal pay per views and stuff mm-hmm. for can things, they've started up this new sort of brand, the WWE NXT next, and it's that isn't that? it's them. It's, it's it's sort of like now if you've got the Premier League in football and you've got first division, yeah. it's kind of like that getting them 
on TV making a name for themselves before they move up to main roster. Now, my issue with it is that they tend to take people from other, um, mm. play, can, they leave other companies, come there, and they've already made a name for themselves and they're kind of huge, mm. but they stick them in there as if to go, well, you might be huge somewhere else, but you're not huge here because we're the WWE. So there's a lot of names in here that are good. And the thing is, if you ever, if you are actually going to go back and watch wrestling, which I'm not anytime soon, next is where to watch it because you've seen some much better wrestling on there than you are in the main program. It's a bit of an issue. But, uh, well, again. Here's my two cents. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, again, this is really only for Ryan will get this stuff. Um, even even I've started to glaze over exactly. it. But, yeah, so I think that's why it's been downloaded as much as it has because they tend to use, if they use something for a theme for like a pay per view or something, wrestling fans tend to download it on my, mass. my number one mocking of you is to say that you uh, would only listen to music that was wrestling themed. Well, going back to Fozzie, that was. Yeah. Well, that was. I got all the way back to episode one. That is the first thing I said. <laughs> my first joke, and then I believe in that first episode you recommend Fozzy. Just to oh, have... <laughs> oh, 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 wait till you get to the recommendations today. <laughs> Oops. Um, but um, I, do, I mean, I, I do think a lot of times when I'm listening to music, I do end up liking a song if I can go, "Hey, I could put that on my Xbox and use that as my entrance theme." and WWE game so yeah cool no <laughs> really not cool um, so what was that that was Throne yeah um, we're on yeah, to well, True so Friends I, well I'll just, I haven't finished my notes for Throne I thought your uh, notes for Throne were it was a large conversation about WWE well I was just mentioning that but I was also <laughs> saying this, I, I did find this one instantly forgettable and that it's yeah some of my notes uh, for the next few are remarkably short I, what evidence um, kind of you know me I, I leave the technical stuff to you I just well I I'm not even uh, yeah but I I'd, I'd written for in a while that I've written eight words for this review and I've crossed them all out mm. that says how little I've written in that <laughs> review oh. okay so what track four track four which apparently is called True Friends oh, oh forever and ever Breath, if I was you I forget, but I'll never forgive you. Don't you know, don't you know? He's got really good, uh, if there's if one thing I can say, he definitely had vocal lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, well, there, that was how, like, Ken, music, Ken, it was sort of, Ken, it was, they were just letting him go there, Ken, the music was, um, and yeah, it's here from the first track, for me, oh. this is better, because no regional accent thing again. Which I could really hear in the first one. I'm glad you which, could. But I, I, but as I say now, it's kind of like it's got to the point now where the police should hire you for when people uh, <laughs> make anonymous vocals. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I just thought it's got to the point now where it's like can, he has gone sort of can, completely American. Uh, and, it's, and I'm like that's okay, that's more what I want from my new metal. So there you go. Why is it still called new metal? Uh, oh, but they're British can they be called the new wave of British heavy metal like no. Motorhead were in the 70s at least it's more <laughs> honest yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is the third single released August 25th just a month after the last one they're really releasing these things really quite quickly it's not even that I mean this is the th- it's only the fourth track on the album we've already had three singles oh it's top one <laughs> <So, laughs> um, it's 91 in the UK 1 in the US rock metal 22 in the hot rock 
and 92 in Belgium. Oh, thank you. Well done, Belgium. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, a lot of Lincoln Park memories come flooding back. We'll listen to this one. Lincoln Park, like all, all of those bands. Yeah. Lincoln Park. Um, uh, I've already forgotten the band that I reminded you of with uh, uh, Kobe uh, Shaddix as the lead singer. <laughs> Papa he, Roach. Is he Kobe Smulders? Like, <laughs> she was not band. No, but she uh, was. Uh, she was uh, Robin Sparkles. Never forget. Okay. In How I Met Your Mother, she oh. uh, when she was younger, she was a, a teen called Robin Sparkles who sang a song called Let's Go to the Mall. Mm. But then she hit her teen years and went all goth and did metal songs. Mm. It's like a good four episodes based on that. It's very good. Anyway. <laughs> um, you see Gubby Folders dressed up as a goth at any point? Yeah, in one of those ones that I talked about. Okay, I'll have to go back and watch those. Oh dear, man. <laughs> oh, I'd rather... Just out of research purposes. You know, I'd rather just watch Mia Sarah in uh, Legend over and over again. Just on a loop. That does me just fine. <laughs> we have the internet now. We have for a long time. I still just, you know, wore out my VHS of uh, Legend. No. The only thing in that VCR for the last 20 years has been Legend. No. I think I just get off to the static, to be quite honest, nowadays. Fair enough. Can't even see her face. It <laughs> might actually be more Tim Curry than anything else now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah. it might be uh, uh, Tom Cruise's Snaggletooth that gets me off <laughs> so old that film didn't even know what braces were uh, <laughs> uh, I, I only have one thing here which is uh, I assume the keyboards were just um, uh, like done straight off someone's iPad it just sounds kind of cheap and digital and bleh. Well, that's, this one as well this is the one that's been stuck in my head Mm-hmm. For days. For days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but aye, it's just. Yeah, I didn't mind this one at all. Probably, I'd say, possibly to, for me, the high point in the album. Such an early high point. I know. It's like that. There's only like 10 tracks, right? Yeah, it's 11. Uh, 45 minute album. I want to know how many times I wrote the words uh, Lincoln Park on this one page alone as I look at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? that bit in The Shining where she finds his work and it says uh, it might, might as well say all work and no play late makes Lincoln Park a dull boy <laughs> over and over I have very little to say about the next track but um, I, I think what little I say makes a very valid point but we'll get to that I will uh, I'd just like to point out that my first note here is to remind me to say that uh, <laughs> and the award for worst intro ever goes to. Oh. There you go. Oh, yeah. Now I'm not even sure. Uh, I've already forgotten, thanks to tiredness, how it goes. So let's have a listen. I'll even turn it up all the way. Oh yeah, that's not really filling me with. <laughs> this was definitely done on the iPod. <laughs> I did better beats on the episode with uh, Fetty Wap. And that was with the Bluetooth player. My head is haunting me and my heart feels like a ghost. I need to feel something because I feel so far from This is... Alright, on you go. 
Okay, my only notes were one, we've gone from the high point, in my opinion, of the album to the low point. Yes. This is the worst thing on the album. Um, and my only note for this is if Bieber attempted new metal. See, this is where I'm going. It's vocally way too poppy, and this is where my notes regarding One Direction start to come in. Oh, yeah. And you go, is this what would happen if they decided to have a, you know, a, a sort of like more distorted backing? Because he's. Well, on this one song alone, I've written, vocalist is boring. That whole whisper thing just means he probably can't sing. And then a final note just goes, nah, he can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed with, uh, yeah, worst intro I've ever heard. I mean, that, that, that intro yeah. is. They, they, it's, why couldn't you have changed something? It's that weird, I don't know, it's like they were listening to corn and then went, what if we just do that without any real instruments? And, uh, you know what I mean? Because yeah. all corn songs went, yeah. right? But they've just gone, bing bong. It's like they sampled pong. Kills I don't me. even think that's part of the song. I think just somebody forgot to have their uh, phone on silent, and that's their sort of text alert. And then this follow-up one is you know when you left it for a little while and it messes you again to say hey you haven't read this fucking message yet. I don't even think that was part of the song. I think they just forgot to turn the phone. On. Ollie, is that you? I told you, <laughs> stop it. Anyway, so let's get past that one. To what <sighs> you need. Yeah. Right? Is that a symbol that he then grabs hold of? Like, it goes, tss, but it stops really quickly. Yeah. Tss, tss, it keeps yeah. coming in. It's like, it's the best part of that song. I don't even. <laughs> I shouldn't I, like that. This, this one just felt like filler. It was a case of, we need to be at least 45 minutes, but we're at 41. Ah, let's take this out. I don't even know why people believe that. My favourite album, just a, some of my favourite albums, like, like, um, oh my god, what is that? Uh, Ribs by No FX, fourteen mm. songs, twenty-eight minutes. Insomniac by Green Day, less than thirty minutes again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. get in, get out. I think it's just everything seems to be, on average, everything seems to be about forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that we do anyway. Well, like, because forty-five minutes is two sides of vinyl, and I think that's just industry yeah. standard almost. That's how it's stuck out. Yeah. It wasn't until CDs came along they ruined everything. Like Blood Sugar Sex Magic and it's 78 minutes longness. Fuck off! <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I like that album. That album opened many doors for me, right? Yeah. I mean, not literally. It's not like, I know people, Gary, yeah. said the talking CD. But it definitely introduced me to bands I never would have listened to. I went from Blood Sugar Sex Magic into Alice in Chains and down a, a grungy... Uh, a, a, you know, a grungy 
uh, metal hole for a very long time. Mm. It probably wasn't until Stuck Mojo came along that I realised I'd gone too deep. Oh no, I just, <laughs> I'm covered in swill! I, I fucking love Stuck Mojo though. There's a couple yeah. of tracks on that album. Oh, you give me flashbacks. Uh, You're welcome. Oh, it's alright, I'm going to dig it out. <laughs> I, I know I've still got the album because I found it recently and the front cover is, or like, basically it's just the spine of the CD case is left mm-hmm. and then somehow the inset of the CD case is still connected even though there's no back and mm-hmm. the cardboard's connected just through the spine. The front is connected and that all the plastic's gone in that and the CD's in it. It looks like it's like survived that rock movie San Andreas. <laughs> and rock, your wife survived and your child survived and everyone else died, but also your favourite CD. <laughs> Hooray! Oh. <laughs> and he jumps in the air and freeze frame. And they play freeze frame by the Jay Giles band. Freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame, freeze frame. No? No. It's the same album as Centerfold. That's the problem. That's the only song I can probably name of theirs. <laughs> that is the problem. Everyone went straight to Centerfold and ignored the rest of the yeah. album. It is, um, I reckon if you were having a nervous breakdown and freeze frame played, it's so upbeat. I, 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 I don't know what would make you cry more. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think anything seems worse to me than being super duper sad or something really happen, happy happens around you. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh, did you did we say notes on this thing at all? Oh, no, I, 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 oh, yeah, I you had were. nothing. Sorry, I, and I went off on one like I do. Um, mm. Basically, I wish I was listening to something with passion. That's all that really... Yeah. It, it, I'd like to say they're all technique, but even the technique is shit. Why? And I remember writing this note, which merely says, no passion, no technique, in huge letters. I, well, for the next track, I think you could probably cut and paste that. That's Because <laughs> that's... Cause I haven't played it yet, but mm. also I think the whole no passion thing definitely comes into this next mm. one. Um, Let's go straight in there. Yeah. All of these intros are like 10 years long. 35 seconds in, no one said a word. Sausages? Apparently, this is a song about how he went to his doctor's and he was diagnosed with ADHD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was pleased because then it, it it kind of sorted out why he was addicted to ketamine at the time. Because he'd been self-medicating to fill this, this hole within him. Um, I don't know what ketamine does or what you do with that. Get you in the K-hole, according to the yeah. Chemical Brothers. Um, but yeah, so, so he was kind of pleased... <laughs> 
And I said, yeah, again, go back to Lincoln Park. Remember how Last Resort kind of had a serious message about kind of suicide and stuff? And not you don't commit suicide if you work in hotels. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what <laughs> that's like, um, <laughs> But hey, kind of But even then, you could kind of tune the message out, and it was it was. It was a good song. It was, it was and, on and everything could, for a while. And you was... could think about that guy with his bass and how he used to fly it around his whole body. Yeah. And go, hi, he's going Yeah. He likes to wear boiler suits. Well, this song to them feels like that. But it's not. It's, I say, again, no passion to it at all. You listen to um, Last Resort Linkin Park and you can hear them mm-hmm. mean what the fuck they're saying. And it can... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this, they think this is their version of that no garbage I have three words written for this shitty biffy Clyro ooh there you go <laughs> we have a winner I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh forgotten all about biffy Clyro it's still uh, going I know but I... they're not awful if you go uh, if you type biffy Clyro into Apple Music and it does their most you know, mm-hmm. downloaded to the least downloaded, and you press play at the beginning, it starts out really strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I'm not going <laughs> to... Never been a huge fan. But, uh, yeah, but I know I get, get the... Do you remember when uh, we had to see them? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't, but when they were first around and they were actually playing, like, venues in Aberdeen mm-hmm. every weekend, I don't know how many times I saw Biffy Clara. Yeah, right. You know, when they weren't big, mm. when they were on small labels. Right. Because they were based in, what, Dundee, I want to say? Mm-hmm. So they just <laughs> they turned up constantly. <laughs> like right. 2006, six, seven. Huh. I, might, I was out a lot then, I managed not to see them. Yay. That's weird. There you go. Fucking everywhere they were. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was talking to um, uh, I always get his name wrong Dreadlock guy from Kef and Lava and Glue 303 Paul you know what I mean though no. the super skinny guy always lives on Belmont Street like no. he's always about and he's really skinny and he's got big black dreads but the thing is his dreads I'm pretty sure are just a wig now like they fell out and he's tied him back in because he's like 70 years old. Alright, no. I have no idea of that. Well, <clears throat> his thing, uh, other than the fact that, you know, he constantly talks about how he's seen other bands uh, or like what, but, you know, because he's put he on a lot of live music. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember bringing up, you know, seeing sort of bands like that all the time. He's like, you know who I see all the time? Gil Scott Heron. So it's a, it's a strange reference, but hopefully someone will get it. Because um, that, he's the guy who, uh, um, he's the American spoken word poet who did the the revolution will be televised oh, okay. in the 60s. Yeah. And, and admittedly he did for a little while seem to play the music hall every like eight months. But, <laughs> but, but it's not like he lived in the city. I don't know what, yeah. <laughs> he always tries to take my point away. <laughs> The only way he could have confused me more if he, is if he went, you know who I see live every weekend? Jean-Michel Jarre. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the light show he does in my living room. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Hey, here's something to remember. Do you remember when Jean-Michel Jean was big? God, that was weird. I remember hearing the name a lot, but I don't. I think I managed to avoid. It was like five weeks in 1986 where he was fucking everywhere. <laughs> My sister saw him live. Right. She loved him. I his album Oxygen from like '73 is really kind of cool, but I still to this day have no idea what the fuck the point with the being big in the '80s was. <laughs> there, at one point, he played light. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, where did we get to? Um, oh, run. Run. Um, I only have three words written for this, um, and two of them are the same. And you can probably guess what they are. <laughs> fuck, fuck off. <laughs> uh, run, run away. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I then added more uh, in brackets underneath just to remind me about the song. My heart's a hieroglyph, it talks in tongues. Ten thousand voices. Who would a hieroglyph talk in tongues? Well, yeah, again. Another sort of forgettable mm. thing. I think with this album, I'd say a good 50% of it is just pointless. Nothing really bad, just. <laughs> again, there's nothing terrible about this album, I don't think. Because mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, it's competently put together and stuff, mm. but. I don't know, just a You're lot. being kind saying it's confidently put together. But yeah. no, it's it's fine. It's just they had a very expensive laptop. I can say that much. Uh, but that's about it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. <laughs> I have got a train of thought. Um, I it's it, it it's fine. It's just most of it you could just you could throw out and maybe keep this for another year and. Put whatever like half of what your next album would have been on this, and just make it one album. So, like like I often say, it's like a four track sort of EP. That they've decided to make it a full album. And just oh, mm-hmm. well, we've got these other tracks that we're kind of working on. Mm-hmm. Take them back and work on them a bit longer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I can compare it to One Direction getting drunk uh, and just turning up the overdrive. <laughs> um, and yet again, I write the words Lincoln fucking Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to ignore every time I write Lincoln Park because I think I was just very angry. Because, um, I don't know if you know this about me, I mm. fucking hate Lincoln Park. Yeah, I see, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, any idea why this next song is called Drown Brackets New? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, it was originally released on the 21st of October 2014 mm-hmm. and they said that they were n- never going to put it onto an album it was just like a standalone track mm-hmm. and then they re-recorded it and decided yeah we're going to put it on this album so it's just it's recently been redone yeah. re-recorded and now they're putting on this one so it's the same song it's just they've spruced it up a little mm-hmm. now before we play it as well uh-huh. this is a song that when I was sort of researching this is the one that comes up all the time about how you can this is a really great song and everything. So I thought, right, well we're nine tracks through this. Mm-hmm. Kinda looking forward to hearing this one. 
because it's the one that can anything I've read about them yeah, always yeah. mentions this song okay <laughs> well just so we don't have to do it twice mm-hmm. um, the intro mm-hmm. sounds like Coldplay which is weird yeah and the verse sounds like you two having sex with Fallout Boy Ooh. which is also weird and by the chorus, I have nothing else to say but meh. Yeah. Well, I've got about this, but we'll play it. I'll do my other notes and then I'll. I'll yeah, yeah. Say well, that's a, if yeah. we do do the intro and the verse, it might be good to talk over it a bit anyway. So yeah. Give it, give it all you got once it gets going a bit. Okay. Uh, Dram new play. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's got 21 in Australia, 17 in the UK, uh-huh. 1 in the UK rock metal, mm-hmm. 11 in the US hot rock, mm-hmm. 8 in the US mainstream rock, and 30 in Belgium. Oh, it's just because, <laughs> because it was the only one that was mentioned earlier on, and that was a bigger list here because of Germany and everything, this one, but I thought, ah, let's mention Belgium again. Um, that, um, I really think... Linkin Park mm-hmm. and My Chemical Romance mm. have a seriously good case for copyright infringement this one. Do you know what? I don't know how I forgot the band My Chemical Romance existed. I think that must have been something to do with uh, like some sort of eternal sunshine of the spotless mm. mind right. experiment. Mm. Because, yeah, I was ahead of X who listened to them quite a lot. I've got their and, and albums upstairs. Of course I do. Well, you know, the one, the one where... Uh, the one where he sings about how he loves how his mummy got cancer that was that's quite uh, mm. that's, that was the last time I paid attention that must have been seven eight years ago right yeah. that Black Parade album yeah that's quite a while yeah yeah um, but I think it's oh, I can't I should have written down the actual lyrics but there are certain bits I mean I think it was one of the bits That was a fucking lyric break to start it was pretty much like it was kind of a reply to my grandma's I'm not okay I promise it was it starts off with something about well I can I I'm never going to be okay so fuck you sort of thing mm-hmm. you're like well oh actually I think that was I'm not okay I think he was always, was it no never mind but yeah, it was, there are certain bits I was sitting on Genius looking at it going, well, that's kind of answering sort of that song, taking a bit from there. And there was just various lyrics from. What was. But if these guys. Oh, it, was, it was kind of. You know that bit as well? And, oh, what the fuck was it? Oh, something. Oh, it was not a Linkin Park thing. But it was. It was just them really just stealing from other bands. Mm-hmm. It's And I thought it was all. Well, I know this is an older song. So when was that other song written? And it was, well, so this was released October 2014. The songs they're kind of stealing stuff from were released a good nine to ten years before that. Yeah, yeah. Because that makes perfect sense, though, because they're, what, 25? They're five albums in. So that's what they would have listened to when they were kids. But it's just... uh, I don't don't, don't care they're stealing. It's just they're stealing in such a boring way that's really upsetting me. (laughs) 
You don't see me getting upset when I talk about Mad Capsule Markets bringing uh, jungle music to, to, to heavy metal. It's like, no, bring it on. And also, after you suggested... Baby Metal. Mm-hmm. I gave the one song that had a little asterisk next to it a try. Yeah. It's fucking crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and well, it all sounds like a thousand things stolen and hammered together yeah. in like a Jamie Oliver kind of pestle and mortar kind of thing. You know what? Yeah. I'm all for that. That's fine. More of that, please. Less of this. Fair enough. Um, did we. Yeah, you were talking about this one too. So we can go on to the next one, Blasphemy, is that right? Yep. Very little to say about this one. Oh, and I've turned this right down because I want you to talk over it, so let's turn okay. it back up a little bit. Bang! You got hell to pay But you want My, 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 my notes actually tie together quite well with something that's bugging me and I actually reread these because it's like you're not clever but it does sort of tie together I'll just say what I uh, have written I won't go into more depth just now but I'm like this is so synthetic and the producer is just talentless where was this recorded just on a MacBook it wasn't the is it the keyboard player who's the producer in this? Um, the lead singer and the keyboard player. Oh, as I, as it comes to the final thoughts, oh, yeah. I actually had to look it up because he pissed me off so much. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. at least, you know, Linkin Park became successful, like, or at least may, maybe this is just the room, but I'm pretty sure they were, it was like the Monkees, right? They were sort of a band that had basic songs mm-hmm. and they went in and then they added all the, the weird little reverb and the little ticks and the you know, they were trying to rip on OK Computer because they thought it was cool, but unfortunately they were nowhere near as good as Nigel Godrich. Hmm. Oh. Who I found out today played a Stormtrooper in uh, episode uh, seven, so didn't everyone. Oh. We're now, we've now got to a point where once Kevin Smith was a Stormtrooper, everyone was a yeah. Stormtrooper. Well, he was only the voice, obviously. No offence to start Kevin Smith. No. <laughs> <laughs> he be a fat Stormtrooper in <laughs> I'm a little fat to be a stormtrooper. Uh, <laughs> in the callback to episode four, but there you go. No, none of that. Um, yeah, anyway, you go um, for blasphemy. Blasphemy! Blasphemy! Very little to say about this one. For me, possibly like the second best thing on the album, and yet I'm still kind of going, yeah, it's fine. Mm. So, again, not great, but yeah. Mm. Um, I was sort of think I might have to look up some of their older stuff, but then their older stuff's different from this. I hope it's Metal Corsman. I uh, listened to the one with the terrible title, yeah. their third album, um, and that's the one that Coots played for me back in the day before I knew yeah. the title. And it was perfectly fine, and this is my review, you would have liked it 20 years ago. Okay. <laughs> it, well, I might go back and listen it. I think... The only thing this album has made me hopeful for is that when they they release their next one, mm-hmm. I will go and have a listen. Do I say this? If this is a sort of kind of change of direction for them, mm-hmm. 
And I think they've played it very safe with this. Mm-hmm. They'll kind of maybe build their confidence up in this genre and can still be sort of new metal-ish or whatever, but... Yeah, well, that... well when... yeah, no, 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 no. I just... No, no, it's not that. It's just, when did they start using new metal again? Limp Biscuit were new metal. How are these people yeah. describing themselves? Well, as the... Limp Biscuit's first album came out in, like, 1997. And that, I would call, the tail end of new metal. <laughs> Now all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, all these new metal bands, like Bring Me the Horizon and, <laughs> and Papa Roach. Yeah, yeah, you want to be compared to Papa Roach, do you? Bring Me the Horizon, you fucking idiots. Oh, <laughs> oh. When you get into some sort of circle jerk with Jacoby Shaddix and Chester Burnington, or whatever it's, uh, Be- Butter, Buttersworth, no, Ben... Benderington. No, that can't be right. Yeah. Chester Bennington. That sounds about as close. <laughs> Better than Chester Buttersworth. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear that name. You go, that can't be real. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch. That can't be a real name. Chester Bennington. Fuck off. <laughs> His best work is still in Crank 1 and 2. <laughs> oh. Oh, and of course, Saw 7. No. Uh, super glued to a car seat that's slowly driving into a wall or something, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, oh, oh uh, no! Track 11, final track. Oh, wait a minute. I'm not uh, cutting that out, you know. That's, that's too fine. much hassle. Yeah, it's, it's, my, it's my review of this one. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't help it. Here we go. Uh, the first 16 seconds sound just like the chromatics. So, yeah, yeah. we might as well talk over this because it's going to take 16 seconds to get yeah. back on to my notes. And yet again, I say the, col- the, the chorus sounds like Coldplay this time. Yeah. Never a good thing. Um, and while I'm talking, because I might as well, I've, really, I've just written saxophone? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. See this I it's a, it's a bad end to the album Because One it's it kind of, it, This one's reminding me of Panic at the Disco And that it's Oh for now you said Coldplay I looking fucking here as Coldplay right. But it's gonna The Panic at the Disco thing was getting It's gonna upbeat the sound of music But then beat lyrics this is a very much good time to just resolve the fact. Uh, yeah. More, more quickly. That, yeah, that whole whoa, whoa shit. Oh. It's, it's just people who listen to Arcade Fire and get it wrong. And you two have done it. I so bring, these guys have done it now. Download, I still have not listened to any Arcade Fire, but I have downloaded them on the Well, like I say, their first album only came out now 16 years ago. Um, You're not that far behind. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I asked you to listen to those uh, two little Elliot Smith uh, mixes I made that were both under half our age because I thought they'd keep your attention. I know you haven't listened to them. Nope. You don't even need to say it out loud. It'll upset me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just think. <laughs> oh. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just, you know, saxophone-filled... Su- if you are sub-Coldplay, right? If you are a poor man's Coldplay... Oh, dear. What the fuck are you? 
I know, I know they, you know, this song, this album seems to be about how this guy is depressed mm-hmm. and it's hard to look in the mirror. It fucking should be. <laughs> it should be to release this music and then, but this is what you're known for. See, it's, it's, You shouldn't be able to look in the mirror. Oh, so this thing's all about him, I see, it's getting depressed or whatever and dealing with these issues and all that shit. Yeah. But I kind of go, well, is he really depressed? Because people or artists who tend to be depressed mm-hmm. then really sort of express themselves and can get stuff out in their music. There's no feeling of this. It's mm-hmm. can it's almost like, hey, being depressed sells records, I'll pretend to be depressed for this one. So to me it doesn't feel like he actually is depressed. Of course if he kills himself tomorrow I'll be proved a fool. Especially um, when the <laughs> Daily Mail finds this podcast. Yeah. It says, were their words part <laughs> responsible? <laughs> Is this bullying? Can we sue them? Uh, you can't sue us. We've got nothing. i got less than nothing. <laughs> I just got in a, I got in a council tax bill so big, I have no idea how to pay it. And also, I thought there was a fru- freeze on uh, council tax. And now it's like £200 more than last year. I think I need to check because no, February is the one that you the, sort of skip or whatever no, they want the payment by the 5th of April it's yesterday I still don't have no. the money no but now you know, well, it comes off direct debit in mine so it's like I'll pay January mm-hmm. and then there's one month you get no council back mm-hmm. well March just hasn't come off yet like, mm-hmm. why not oh. uh, April now so I'm keeping an eye on that Maybe it's only jumped out of my account for but it's a direct money. debit they should always come out at the same date well that's what I thought and I'm certainly looking at going well it hasn't why well, not Let's not go there, right? We can't yeah. turn this podcast into the boring council no, tax podcast. That's fair to to finish off, no, right? Because these people have bored us, yeah. bored us to talking about monthly council tax, council yeah. tax payments. Anyway, yeah. Um, Final thoughts. It's. I mean, I'll look forward to their next one and hope that it, again. It's it's this album, but with balls, because mm. this it does seem a bit. I say fifty percent of the stuff in this album, you could bend, nobody would care. Mm. But I mean, it's fine. It's not bad. I think I'll probably keep it on here, a couple more listens in it. But yeah, I'll I'll keep an eye out for their new stuff. <laughs> Maybe you should keep an eye out for their old stuff. It seems to be reviewed a lot better by users. Uh, no. But um, um, no, I've got uh, it's subpar Lincoln Park sub. Par Lincoln Park. It's subpar Coldplay. Ooh. I mean, that's that's terrible. Um, this is where uh, I also put a note saying I assume their producer earned every penny, and then found out they produced the album themselves, um, which explains so all the cheap parts, mm-hmm. and then all the the bits that have too many layers that I am moaning about, mm-hmm. where the producer earned their pennies. Yeah. That's why they're like that because they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So. I also put a little bit of maths here, which is Coldplay plus Linkin Park divided by post-rock multiplied by trip-hop equals what I will call piss metal. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> a, new, a new genre spearheaded by Bring Me the Horizon. Piss metal. It's P-A-double-Z. <laughs> piss metal. Piss metal. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see the. It's, it looks like the Kiss logo, but it says piss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. So, 
So, anyway, recommendations. Um, yeah, well, apparently I'm going to recommend something I've recommended before. Well, you you've, you're, you only own two albums. It's only because, of... well, it's because it was that reference at the start. Um, also, the bizarre names we were just talking about, Cumberbatch and mm-hmm. Benedict. Yes, Chester Burnington. Chester Burnington. Um, well, yeah, well, Fozzie um, Mongoose McQueen is what Jericho called himself when they first came out. Uh, but I'm not saying listen to their first album because I didn't like their first album that much. Um, I'm saying the second album, Happenstance, is much better. Oh. So, yeah, Fozzie Happenstance. Oh. All That Remains is fine. I think it's mainly cover versions on that. Okay. At least uh, Happenstance has got a couple of their own stuff and some cover versions. Okay. So, it was kind of. Jericho tried to do again what if I was just a stupid dick um, rock star kind of in the vein of Spinal Tap <laughs> I was a stupid dick <laughs> <laughs> my wrestling persona is an arrogant prick what if he thought he could be a rock star at the same time <laughs> so I say his voice isn't that great on this album mm-hmm. it gets better with sort of later releases but it is just he is playing a character really but it's fine well you know that's that's a, that's a good thing right it shows yeah. he can act or something yeah. don't know right yeah. where are my recommendations um okay I have three recommendations three just to cure yourself of this album or find something you will like that sort of touches you know if you had a Venn diagram and in the middle was this album the three albums I will suggest all come off it and sort of touch base with it, mm-hmm. but are so much better in every single way I can imagine. Okay. So three albums. Deaf he- uh, Heavens, uh, New Bermuda, right? Which is how metal in 2016 should be done. Well, it's late last year, so 2015, but mm. you know. I didn't want to say new, and then people think I said new because that's a whole, you know, God, it's not new. Uh, yeah. uh, anyway, re- remember Refused? No. Oh, The Shape of Punk to Come, which was what? I want to say 1997. Um, and it has, like, it touches bass with so many stupid things this does, like the trip hoppy beats and stuff like that. Okay. But it's hard as nails. It's endlessly inventive and it has been made with heart, which I think is important. Mm-hmm. And then, last but not least, one of my favourite albums of all time, and I've classed this as, and it might be a lie, but in my mind, the only pop metal album of all time, which is uh, Trouble Gun by Therapy. Okay. Um, yeah. It's a top 25 album. And it came out in, what, 1994? So, you know, 22 years old and it pisses all over this as well. Right. It's one I've heard of and I've always meant to listen to it at some point. I haven't, did I not give you... I give most people a copy of Trouble Gum. Do you know how many yeah. copies of the CDs of Trouble Gum I have in my house? <laughs> Ridiculously a large amount I've bought that. Oh, I never received. Well, it's, it's got to be on Apple Music. Yeah, I have it on uh, uh, limited edition puke green vinyl. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a, a piece of vinyl that I searched for for over a decade because there was that horrible lull in being able to buy vinyl for a while until eBay appeared I, I never found it anyway yeah 
Um, What's next week? Oh, next week is oh. uh, officially is Frightened Rabbit, I think. Oh, is it? Okay, not... not the... No, because that was us getting ahead. Oh, okay. Frightened Rabbit, though, unfortunately, for both of us, isn't released until Friday when people are listening to this. Yeah. So that would only give us less than a week to listen to it, to also record it, to get it out. It seemed like a challenge. So I would okay. like it to be that, but we'll do Dave and then we'll cover it one way or the other. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, and while we're at it, we're going to go out on uh, new noise, but from uh, uh, Shape of uh, Punk to Come, because it's fucking great. Uh, and you'll see what I mean for stealing from people. But um, yeah, so that's next week. You got recommendations. You can follow uh, me at gd.t on Twitter as always. Yeah, rd.c. Hey, and then the podcast donation one because we never changed it and it's got zeros instead of O's. You, yeah. you know, you don't follow us, it's fine. Sure, sure. We, we have almost 150 well, so followers on were, um, I don't know if you were but I was added to an awesome podcasters list on <laughs> Twitter the other day oh. and I was like really? Oh, no, I have a I have a list yeah. similar to that so uh, yeah. I've talked about before right I'm on like five podcasters lists of podcasters you need to listen to and I will go out on a list and say those five lists those five people don't listen to us yeah <laughs> <laughs> <I'll leave it. laughs> Oh, well, yeah, it's appreciated, nonetheless. Oh, I've never been added to one. Too. Yeah, so if uh, you want to review us on iTunes as well, because our last review appears to be from 2011. <laughs> and was it just, was it Ryan? No, no, it wasn't. No? No. Oh, we another point? No. He was the one before that, yeah, I think. Either, well, maybe he was the one. Well, it doesn't matter, right? It happened five years ago, mate. There's no point looking it up now. Oh, <laughs> <wrong about. laughs> I don't know, but... Oh yeah, so we're going out on new noise by uh, Refused. Bye. Bye! I didn't actually.